Now I want to discuss another area, and that is zombie stocks, zombie companies. Are they in danger? In fact, could they run out of money? David Trainer, CEO of New Constructs, has put together a list of names that he's watching carefully, some of which you may love, folks. You issued a recent report. You had some that had the highest probability of bankruptcy. How did you go about coming? Are you looking at cash flow? Are you looking at cash burn? Uh, more, more poignantly, tell me a little bit about this. Yeah, sure thing, Nicole. It's really pretty simple. Look, if a company's not making any money, and if they've never made any money, and they only have a certain amount of cash on their books, well, you can do the math into how many months of cash burn they have left. Uh, and with all these firms uh, in our recent three stocks, I could go to zero report, they're all looking at you know six to 10 months of cash at most uh, left before they're gonna have to either raise new capital or go bankrupt. And raising new capital, Nicole, in this environment is not pretty. If you've noticed, interest rates have gone up a good bit, especially for riskier businesses. Uh, and so, uh, these businesses are in peril. You know, they were funded at a time when money was flowing freely and people just thought, hey, oh, it's going to work, you know, and as long yeah. as it grows, it's okay. Those days are over. I'm, I'm almost obsessed with this list because a lot of these names people like a lot. Um, names that you think have some jeopardy moments ahead. Um, first, let's get to the names that you think could actually move to a level of zero. You had Carvana. Fresh Pet and uh, Peloton, right? That's right. Zero? Out of business? Uh, lose my money as a stockholder? I, I mean, it's a real risk. It's a real risk. Uh, they, uh -huh. um, these are really big time money losing businesses, negative margins, and, and we really can't make a bear a bull case scenario that we think, you know, is, is going to pull these businesses into profitability. Um, it's tough. I mean, you know, look, what does Carvana do that no one else can do? Not much. Like all these dealerships, they can do these right. deals also. Uh, Peloton, people have said it's like a, it's an exercise bike with an iPad. Like it's not hard to recreate these things. Um, you know, and Fresh Pet, yeah. it's fancy pet food. Come on. You know, does it really deserve a multi-billion dollar valuation? Probably not. Uh, so, you know, these, these are businesses that, again, you know, and I saw this during the tech bubble too. Look, when, when times are good and the Fed has got easy money flowing, a lot of companies come into existence that don't deserve to be in existence. And I think that's the case with so, all three of these. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So while some of it may actually be trends or consumer behavior that hit these names, right? Maybe you go back to the gym and you don't want a Peloton. Um, I get some of those consumer trends, which just may be unlucky. But some of the other names on the list that you think are uh, you're cautious about sound more like poor management than what I'm saying prior. Um, because there's names like Rivian, right? Tesla's doing great. You have Allbirds, a retailer has apparel and footwear. There's plenty of other footwear names and apparel that are doing great. Sweet Green, Squarespace, Beyond Meat. I mean, you'd think people want to save the planet and use fewer cows and things like that. Snap, the parent of Snapchat. Every teenager I know is on Snapchat, but you're still worried about the stock. Yeah, you know, look, the, these, you know, these businesses don't have real competitive advantage. I mean, 
you know, beyond meat, it's ground vegetables, right? Uh, instead of ground beef, like, is that really a competitive advantage? How many other firms are now making sort of uh, uh, fake meat these days? It's not a big deal. Uh, and they're competing sometimes with their own distributors. Uh, not a good place for beyond meat to be. And Snap, I mean, yes. Um, Look, as a parent, you know, a lot of a lot of the kids have it. Do you like it? No. Are they able to monetize it? Not really. It's not making any money. Uh, and they're getting crushed between Facebook, Instagram, Google, these other firms that are doing a lot of online advertising. Snap's just not really been able to, to really make money. Uh, yeah. And the days, Nicole, the, there were days when it didn't matter if you made money, right? Remember with Netflix? We never talked about how much money Netflix lost. We just talked about subscriber growth. And same is true for Snapchat, right? And same is, was true in many ways for Spotify. Well, what's happened to these stocks? They've gotten crushed because at the end of the day, user growth is not enough if the unit economics are not positive. And by unit economics, I mean simply, can you make money selling your product? And if you can't make money selling your product, doesn't matter how many users you have. And the big reason. Okay, so what's this? What's the urgency here? I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt your final thought, but the months before bankruptcy. I mean, you have like one month for Carvana and Fresh Pen, three months for Peloton. So basically, that's almost like now. Um, some of the others seem a little farther away. That's right. If they've raised, you know, they've raised enough cash here in, in recent months, then they've got a, a longer lifeline, so to speak, right? And I think. That's why you saw a lot of these meme stocks, like AMC in particular, raising a lot of cash while things were good, uh, because it's really not a good business. And so, the the urgency here, Nicole, is that that look, if you're running out of money, you got two choices really: you raise more money or you go bankrupt. And the point I'm making today is that it's a lot more expensive to raise new money than it was just a few months ago. Rates are higher. And some of the deals we saw, I think even with, um, uh, I don't remember which one of these stocks, but they had to raise new capital recently, debt capital, and they're paying over 10% in interest, right? So it's gonna be painful. So painful that they may not even be able to pay back that debt. So you know the, the, the equity holders are sitting behind a lot of debt and negative cash flow, and it just doesn't look pretty in an environment where you know, for example, Peloton couldn't have made that much money during the pandemic, and, you know, and they're not making money yeah. now either. It's, yeah. It's so as cash burn is accelerated for some of these companies, um, a lack of new funding. I mean, we see it in the IPO market. There's no IPOs. There's not a ton of IPOs this year. It's not like last year. There was all this pent up demand, a lot of excitement. I mean, we've been pretty dry when it comes to SPACs and mergers and IPOs. I mean, there's some, but certainly paling in comparison. So that shows you that new money is not flowing. Um, that being said now, are there other names that you're watching that may go on the list soon? Uh, absolutely. You know, if you look at our report, there's 10 like? You rattled off a bunch of them. Uh, you know, this is part of what we do is, is make sure that we take a fine tooth comb to the financials of every company we cover to make sure we give our clients the truth about profitability. It's not as easy as people think. Footnotes matter. Uh, but yeah, when you when you square right negative cash flow to how much cash flow is left on the books, you get a pretty good sense of how long their lifeline is. And again, in a market where, as you mentioned, Nicole, IPO markets dried up. Well, because they IPO'd everything they could in the last 12 months, they knew this was coming. Yeah. They 
out a bunch of companies that should never have existed. I mean, Sweetgreen to me, you know, we pointed out at the IPO that we thought that could go to zero. Uh, and they've got a lot of IPO cash left, so they're going to be okay for a little while. But I mean, let's face it, it's a salad business. Like, why do you need a multi-billion dollar valuation on a salad business, right? There's other you know, salad businesses that are doing great. I mean, it, it's it's got to be some mismanagement or something because there are other food companies or vegetable companies that are doing just fine. I mean, I don't know, restaurants or... Um, I just feel like there's such a disconnect between the losers and everybody else because sometimes it's baby out with the bathwater, right? I don't know. I so, mean, I, yeah. I don't know if I agree. You know, we, we got plenty of, I mean, look, in, in, as, you, as you know, in Manhattan, how many places can you get a salad? Every deli, right? Not to mention salad places. And now here comes Sweet Green. It's kind of like Tesla. Mm -hmm. The world has plenty yeah. of automotive manufacturing capability. Yeah. And they want to all these factories. We don't need it all. So somebody, something's got to give. Yeah, no, I get it. I fully get it. And, you know, even the bartender said, look, people are coming in. And instead of buying three drinks and getting a food and buying something for the guy over there, now, now he's coming in and having uh, two drinks, not buying any food and certainly not buying over there. I mean, money's just not flowing the same way as the Fed is raising rates and quantitative easing uh, now taking a back seat it's ending and so it's a different picture very well said david trainer nice to have you on ceo of new contracts i definitely always want you back on to give us some scoop on some of these names here to watch thank you